entertainment, relationships, art, culture. If it's happening to or around us, let's talk about it. My name is Camille, your host, and I'd like to welcome you to the Soul Soul Dope Dope Show. Show. Welcome to the Soul Dope Show. (laughs) I'm your host, Camille, and we are live at the first Black-owned brewery, it's going to be a lot to say, in Columbus, Ohio, Practic Culture. This is our second show in this beautiful space. I got to be here for um, opening weekend. Um, I planned to be here for like an hour, but I was here for like four or five hours. They were like, are you still here? People kept coming. So we were picking in and having a good time. So again, um, Sizzle, uh, half of the ownership team will be on shortly for his segment, Sizzle with Sizzle, where he try whatever he brings up to the table. <laughs> so, um, I want to dive right on in. Um, happy Women's History Month. Everything is really women's history all year because we are living history. Um, I wanted to talk about one of my personal sheroes, uh, Billie Holiday. Yesterday, I got a chance to watch the movie, The U.S. versus Billie Holiday, um, and it was profound. Now, I already was familiar with her background because I had an opportunity to play her in a one-woman show in Cincinnati a few years ago that hopefully will be post-COVID. We'll come back so you all get to get a chance to see it. Um, but in doing that, I was able to really dive into her life and her history, her story. And my friend, uh, Rhonda Louis Peck, she is an author. She was on the Soul Dope Show recently. She wrote the script. She she likes to send me messages and say that Jesus is talking to her really when she really wants me to do something. <laughs> so she popped in my inbox one day like the Lord spoke to me and I'm like, yeah, okay. Sure did. And I had this vision of you on the stage playing Billy Holiday and I'm like, girl, what? Like I'm singing R and B out here. Um, but I said, okay, because I had already been listening to her music and kind of just watching her interviews and stuff online. So it, it just, it, it aligned the way that it was supposed to. It turned out to be one of the most incredible experiences of my career. So I really hope that you all get to see it. Um, so when I went into watching the movie, I kind of knew what to expect. And I also kind of put off watching it because I knew what to expect. Because I'm like, okay, it's not a happy ending. Um, but at the same time, our stories need to be told. And I wanted to see if they told it the way that I learned it. And um, they did. It jumped around. It wasn't more so focused on her childhood. Um, but if you see it, if you haven't seen it, is anybody here seen it yet? So, what did you think? Valerie's here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Oh, I appreciate the historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. I like that they gave Fletcher more personality. You just don't know that much about it. Yeah. Historically, but like the story they wrote in aligns with what we do know about it. Yeah, so the, the section they mostly focus on was the government basically trying to destroy her life because yeah. she was performing this song, Strange Fruit, and they didn't want her telling the truth about lynching. 
uh, in the United States. And if you don't know, lynching is still not illegal in the United States of America. As of the end of 2020, it's still on the table. How is it still on the table? I was this. It's still not illegal. Um, all the way from you know the 50s when she was being thrown in jail for singing this song, being at concert halls with feds lined up for one woman. And um, I posted a status yesterday that said, "Truth, of, speaking truth to power equals Billy Holiday," because that is literally the definition of what it is getting into these people's faces who are in these roles of authority and saying, no, hell no, this is what's happening. I'm going to keep talking about it. And there's a line in the trailer and she's like, your grandkids are going to be singing this song. And I don't know if she really said that or not, but it's correct. Um, I've only sang this song, Strange Fruit, once because it is a lot. (laughs) It is. An intense song. I didn't expect that when I did perform the song. Um, so I get it. And for her to keep, keep plugging away and doing that and to be so bold and so brave. I was watching a movie like, well, leave it to black women. Like, we will we will do it. You tell us not to do it. We're going to do it anyway, especially if it is about our people. So my hero for Black History Month is Miss Billie Holiday. Um, let's see. And speaking of that, Andre Day won the award, the Golden Globe, for best action in a drama, picture drama, uh, which she very much deserved. I believe that was her first role, and she nailed it. If you watch any Billie Holiday in- uh, interviews on YouTube, how she captured her speaking voice is eerie. It's really like listening to her. Like, please go watch an interview and then watch this movie if you haven't already. Because that's not Andrew Day's Andrew Day's speaking voice at all. She really became this woman and really brought her to life. So she she deserves and everything that else is coming her way. Hopefully, she gets an Oscar because she deserves that as well. Um, Golden Globes. I went and looked up to see all the black people that won. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Chadwick Boseman won for Best Actor. Um, I did not make it through his wife's acceptance speech. It was so emotional. She barely made it through it. And I think I got through (laughs) 75% of it. I was like, okay, I get it. Um, It was beautiful. And she's she's beautiful. Um, Let's see. The movie Soul, which we argued about in (laughs) depth. Because that's what we do. One for best animated picture. So, you know, Danny Fox, shout out to him. And um, Daniel, how do you say it last Kalua? Kaluya? Daniel Get Out. <laughs> Daniel Get Out. One for best actor in a supporting role. So, those are the black people that won Golden Globes over the weekend. So, all of those wonderful things. Um, I'm going to have, I don't know where Sizzle is. I think it's Sizzle. We're going to have our Sipping with Sizzle segment. Um, Sizzle is part owner of Practic Culture. And I like to call him the lively one. If you tuned in, if you tuned in to the last show, you know why. If you came to the opening and you met him for even 10 seconds, then you know why that is. 
So he's going to come and we're going to try something. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> and again, he's up there running around somewhere. So while we wait for him, let's get into... Okay, I like to look up the news of what people are arguing about on the internet. <laughs> we're kind of just bringing it on into the show. Oh, Sizzle is actually here. We'll get to the news in a minute. Give it up for Sizzle. Welcome to your segment that I made up. It's okay. Sipping with Sizzle. Sipping with Sizzle. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Sizzle. Let's do it. Hey, Sizzle. How you doing, Donnie Styles from the radio station came through at night. It was lit in here, yo. Like it was just, it was a vibe. It was all for us. It felt so good. It was chicken. Just, yeah, cheese flavor houses <laughs> outside. They were doing the fried fish sandwiches. He had fried bologna. He had chicken wings, mac and cheese, baked beans. Like we was in here like you at your grandma's house. Yes. What's up? No. No, 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 no. He can't be here every day, bro. <laughs> he said he got to sleep. Right. Oh, that's not him at all? No. What's that? No, that's not what's out there. He'll be back uh, Friday, though. You can come through Friday. You going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I came. Um, I was here Saturday for many hours. And then somehow I ended up back here Monday. <laughs> so I tried a lot of wings. Yo, what kind of wings did you get though? I had the Grippos. The Grippos were they not slapping though? The Grippos cake. Yes. The Grippos cake. Yes. The Grippo wings with a side of buffalo sauce because extra. That was delicious. And Monday I had the garlic parm. So if they're here when you come. Yo, I was whatever he was serving up. I was like, let me get one of those and one of those and one of those. And he be having secrets. I think I'm gonna win outside. You was outside. Yeah, he be having some secrets on there. He had some turkey ribs too. What? Yeah. Yeah. They weren't even on the menu, but he had some turkey ribs. I was like, I'll try it and see what's up. Turkey ribs, catfish nuggets, fried okra. Yeah. See, I ain't doing the fried okra. Look how you get different accents. I got the fried okra. He was like, I own. Wait a minute. How you get different accents? I'm pretty. I built a personal sandwich. Fair enough. I built a personal sandwich, and he was like. Where are you from? Like that kind of thing. Oh, okay. And so he was like, since you put me on with this, I'm going to look you up. Well, since the stash of ultra right here on the trip. So I literally got an own sandwich on the food truck now. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait to see Jim. Let me get the Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're from, they're, they're, you know what's up? You're from the Galveston. Are you from? Yeah. Okay. Texas. Cool. The Galveston. Texas. They got Texas. Texas huh? It may be the biggest sandwich on the truck, too. <laughs> And if, if it ain't, I'm telling you. So, yeah, so I came Saturday. The band was here. It was very diverse. People were dancing. Some on beat, some not so much. They were having a good time. Yeah, they were. I want to make sure that in the future, though, we have a good time the right way. We was, I was definitely like trying to keep the COVID, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. Man. I think you guys like, did a good job. Ooh. I mean, you did a good job considering the amount of people that yeah. were in and out of here. Yeah, over 400 people came through yeah. here on Saturday. It was reasonable yeah. though. 
And I never felt like people were breathing on me. So to anybody who's at home, like, over 100 people during a pandemic, it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we had the outdoor space. It was wasn't. Fun. It was. Everybody we didn't anticipate it, but we opened up the outdoor space. So the, yeah. the lights was on I outside. The beer garden was open. We had folks over here on the other side there of the building. There was fire outside. With the dogs, the fire pit. Yeah, definitely. These people moved the fire pit to accommodate their dog as if. There were not other human beings. <laughs> hey, you know what? what? Super safe they moved it when nobody else using it. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at I'm it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. They Listen, she was late to the fire. That's what happened. She <laughs> was fire. late. The dog had the fire. Yeah, she was late. That's okay though. Like we got. Don't worry. <laughs> it is okay. You know why? Because I learned a lesson that day. We got three more coming. Chill. It's all okay. good. Okay. I'm getting better by the beer, so go get another one, people. All right? <laughs> All right, you know what are we sipping today? Uh, so today, I switched it up from the beer. I went to wine tonight. Okay. Right? Uh, Camelot Cellars Urban Winery right here in Old Town. Bernard! Yes, right. Yo, for sure. I'm doing the, the dark cherry Pinot Noir right now. You know, giving that a little, a little, little taste, you know. Um, I have an empty glass here you just don't get into a... There's something in there. I ain't mad at it. So, <laughs> cheers to you. What are you drinking over here? Um, not that. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gotta be the same. <laughs> I want some of that. Can I try it? What? Can I have Show a sip? Oh, what she's saying is that glass is empty. She wants to put that in it. A little bit. <laughs> I, I see what's happening now. This bottle is empty. I see what's happening now. It's not. I can see it. <laughs> she said it's empty. Oh, I had, in addition to wings, Things to drink. So I tried the uh, wild cherry wild bourbon. Ohio black cherry bourbon. Oh my yeah. god. Delicious. And I was not expecting that. It tastes like somebody's grandma spiked the Kool Aid. Didn't you sell out of that one on Saturday? We yeah, sold out of it. And the crazy thing is, that's a beer. People didn't realize that was a beer Ooh. the whole way. Free tea beer, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. call it kombucha because tea there's beer. no scoby involved, what? right? If there yeah, was a scoby, it would be kombucha, but there's no scoby. Right. Um, what is scoby? Scoby is like a, it's the bacteria that gives kombucha that the probiotic. Okay, so, so it's another derivative from yeast. Yep. Another derivative from yeast. Yes. Scoby. <laughs> <laughs> Try the pine, pine and ginger. Pine and ginger. 
and that was also delicious. I came up with that Friday night. <laughs> that, was a, that was a Friday night edition. That was yeah. very quite refreshing. It comes in a tall glass, so definitely get what you need out of that one. What else did I have? Uh, I had a strawberry margarita. What's in that margarita? It was very. <laughs> it was strong with it. It was very it strong. Was really strong. It was strong. It was strong. I got real hot. Yeah, I was like, I need to go get some air. It's so hot. It's so hot. I kept going in and out from outside. But that was the first thing I had. And Yavna had the, the bourbon. So I had to have that. Did you want the black cherry bourbon? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. It was a gotcha. That's my favorite. Yeah, okay. that, that's a problem. We just saw that. Like, we're trying to get that back in here before the weekend. This is this is real out here. Yes, you can sell it. <laughs> it's real out here. I, I mean, yeah. I literally told everybody who came with an earshot. So my bad. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. <laughs> That's what it's here for. It's here to be sold. Okay. It was literally, it's hey, this is delicious. Yeah. You should get it. It's black cherry bourbon. Yeah. It was Don't so get it. It's, it's wild Ohio black cherry bourbon gluten free tea beer. Yeah. One of the dopest things about it is it's a minority owned company. Yeah. Gluten free tea beer. Yeah. I didn't even know that was thing. A thing, and, and, and you know what? His process is patented. You can't even touch it. Yep. Mm. So he's the only one doing it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Don't worry. I got something for y'all. I got something different for y'all. It's sweet. And yeah. Great. I got some. We're gonna do something crazy in here. I tried it one time. I did it the wrong way. We're gonna remix it. Uh, <laughs> I told you I get better by the beer. Every time I make one, the answer is better. I'm telling you. Um, there's this rule. That allows sugar to be lifted as a malt substitute in the beer making process. So technically, I don't have to put any grain in what I'm doing because sugar is a malt substitute. I can utilize sugar. So I said, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be me all day, every day. So I'm about to ferment some damn Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> so I made a big batch of great Kool-Aid, like I was at my grandma's house, and I poured champagne yeast into it. And I let it sit for two weeks and ferment. Yep. Yo, this drink came out like 13% alcohol when we measured it. It was going to knock my socks off. Yes. The only problem I had with it at the time is that the color like faded in the drink. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't purple anymore when I finished it. It came out looking like dark, like just pond water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I was like, well, how do I fix this, right? So I started looking. There's this stuff they make in Finland called Kilju. I think how you pronounce it. It's K-I-L-J-U, right? It's a table wine, but it's made with sugar and water. They ferment sugar and water, and they add flavors in their secondary. So I was like, okay, here's the hook. We're going to do the sugar and the water with the champagne yeast, okay? And two days before that's done, we're going to make a Kool-Aid concentrate, right? And back sweeten with the concentrate. Use brown sugar. What's that? Brown sugar? Use brown sugar. It's yeah. It's not as firm, it's the firm, how, how fermentable brown sugar is. I have to add more to get it out of the brown sugar. And it also changes the flavors of the, the fruit. Unless you combine it with your sugar substitute already. See, now we're about to have a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to have to get your periodic table out. Okay? So we're going, on, we're going to break this whole thing down. We're about to get our nerd on right now. You know what I'm saying? Look, I want to see how that works out. I'm down to do it. Like, I've used brown sugar in other beers. It's a, it's a chemical compound solution that dissolves all together because of the IOC. So let, let, me, let, let me say this. I like your beer and I like her Kool-Aid, so y'all need to That's not what you mean. He likes the beer and the Kool-Aid, so let the collaboration. I'm figuring this shit out. Hey, I would have no problem with you coming through here and brewing that on our small system. 
Like, yeah, so how long before Val's Kool-Aid is on the door? <laughs> <laughs> hey, first off, if Val made Kool-Aid, yeah, like, Kool-Aid, that's going to be some off the menu stuff. We ain't sharing that with everybody. Look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's try it here. We're gonna let me know. Exactly. Let's try it like, yeah, That's the moment we going to share first. And then, <laughs> then we're going to see who else we want to share. Try it over the Galveston. That's all I want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> here. Start working on out. So what's next? What's going on this weekend? Uh, So it's not going to be this weekend. It's going to be next weekend. That's when the code switch comes out. That's the saison with the rosemary, the sage, the thyme, and the Code switch. That's right. I told him when they gave me the keys, I turned my code switch off. I don't code switch no more. I'm just me, y'all. Like dropping next week. Next week is gonna be code switch. We next Tuesday that it drops. Actually, okay. We're gonna drop it during the week because we made a whole lot of that. Yo, it's a lot of that. We ran out of that joint. We did the one night only with the chamomile and the and the ginger root and the lemon peel. And that joint literally lasted like 12 business hours. It was not. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so. Get the people. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, see, that joint was only like 5.4% alcohol, oh. so it wouldn't even really tear you up. Were they drinking it with other stuff, though? Like, supplements. Fat and. We just here to bring you options. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we haven't had those before, right? Yeah. You got told that you were supposed to drink whatever bud, put it in the thing, Miller and Coors, and. They gave you Blue Bull and, and Coke, you know, and what's the other OE, like, yeah. St. Ives, you know what I'm saying? They didn't, they didn't really let you know there was better stuff out there, still you know reserved. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, but I know people who drink still reserve. I mean, don't get it twisted. I've had a 211 more than once. It's a thing. There comes a point in time where you don't have to pay six or seven bucks for the pint. You can hit me with a tall can of PBR for two bucks, and I'm still ready to party. Like, we can go. You know what I'm saying? Like every now, yeah, you have to. Like, don't forget where you came from. Like, I still drink like a trash human every now and then. You know I mean? like, <laughs> that's how you finish your segment. That's how I do it. Yeah, that's how we're gonna do it. It's called sipping with sizzle, not slurping with sizzle. <laughs> you are just sipping. Sipping sip slow. Super slow. Take your time. Enjoy that. that it, it, it took this man a year to make this. Why am I drinking in three seconds? I'm gonna respect that word. Respect that word. There's more of it. Yeah. Don't rush, people. Cheers. Take your time with it. You know, it always feels better when you take your time. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, so current events, things that people are talking about on Beyonce's internet. Um, Maya Rudolph will be returning to SNL on March 27th. She's going to be hosting the show. So if you love her like I love her, then you might want to tune into that. D'Angelo had his verses this weekend. So that also happened while I was here, and I was super stressed because I brought the wrong charger cord from my phone. So I went to my car to watch it, and it was like 3%. Right, and then he was taking forever to get out there. I personally don't care about the DJ, the turn up. I came to see who I came to see. So um, I drove all the way home, got <laughs> the right court because I wanted to watch D'Angelo and I also wanted to hang out with my friends here. So luckily I don't live that far. But D'Angelo is the greatest of all time, and I don't care what anybody says as far as R&B goes. So thank you. And if I had the opportunity to be locked in the studio with anybody when I'm being a singer and creating, it would be studio. Yes, studio. Okay. 
In the studio, making music, making love, kind of the same thing. <laughs> no, somebody was hating, right? So I had posted about my undying love, and then this dude um, posted D'Angelo's mugshot, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm a recent scout. Like I don't care about this mugshot at all. Rinse me. I will wash it. I will braid it. I'll take care of it." Um, so, needless to say, I was very excited and super pressed to watch it, annoyingly so, trying different plugs, and I did get to catch it. Actually, by the time he got on stage, I was at home. Um, <laughs> and watching him in this ridiculous fur coat, so whatever, I don't care. I love the angel. Um, <laughs> next on my list. There is a possible Players Club reboot in the talks. <laughs> we didn't ask for that. No one. No. Anybody wants to see a player's play? No one. No. no one in the room asked for that either. Lisa Ray didn't. Mm -hmm. Lisa Ray is Okay, so Lisa Ray, <laughs> there, she's in the news today because she was talking about who she doesn't want to play her role. Um, my thoughts, girl. An Oscar winning performance. Anybody could do that if they wanted to do it. Sound like she was reading through most of the movie, girl. Okay, that's really all I had on that one. Um, Coming to America two drops on Friday. I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I'm so conflicted. Are you <laughs> thoughts? Anybody have thoughts? I'm emotionally concerned. Dance. Concerned. Some people don't, are like, uh, there's no way. For them Wesley to Snipes is in a black film, and I'm confused. I love Wesley Snipes. I think he's going to be funny. <laughs> well, I don't that's expect why I'm confused. <laughs> 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 it's hard to be satire in a super woke film. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. because everybody is newfound woke, satire is now countercultural. When historically, satire has kind of been what we've always done. So, yeah. I guess we're going to see. <laughs> and you know we're going to talk about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. They didn't want a black leading lady because they were temperamental and hard to work with, and then they were sacked for 20 years. We know that folks are complicated in New Orleans and Bragg. That ain't new. Thank you, Mom. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> in entertainment news, uh, T.I. will not be reprising his role on Ant Man 3. I have no further thoughts on that. <laughs> that was announced, and an email blast went out about it. You want to make that clear? Um, not coming back to the uh, MC. You got to get that teenage girl audience. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Not good for business. Speaking of the MCU, uh, <laughs> Anthony Mackie is going to be a leading man now, as he is going to be in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a new series that is dropping on Disney Plus. Also, Mar March is lit. March 18th, you get to watch Anthony Mackie be black and excellent, and also. MCU is killing it. I don't know if anyone watches WandaVision, but I do. So the first two episodes, I was like, okay. 
But then they switched the color, and I was like, who thought of this? This is amazing. Yeah. Whose brain would even, like, yeah. the intricacies of that show, the storyline, yeah. the alternate, everything. It's like a few, sh a few shows going on at once. It's so amazing. So, I mean, the MCU would be killing it. So if you haven't seen WandaVision, or you tried, like me, to watch, and you couldn't really get into it at first, Watch it again and stay the course. You are not going to be disappointed. Um, binge it in like in the night and then in the morning. <laughs> like, I dreamed about it. Woke up like, okay, let's finish this thing. Amazing. So I expect Anthony Mackie's killing in the Winter Soldier Falcon thing. And we'll be watching. Um, we've also been up here. Oh, oh, you're procrastinating. You are procrastinating. institutions, organizations, and whatnot, they find a hot topic. And the political landscape has highlighted black women. So you got Michelle Obama, you got Stacey Abrams, you have um, 
activists and whatnot. And usually what happens is they take whatever that blueprint is and they follow it. And I believe what's going to happen is black women are going to be the ones that everyone is seeking after for their stories, for their time, for their labor, for their work. And I just wanted to let Camille know, like, before all of that, before that happens, I'm letting y'all know what's going to happen. But I just wanted to let her know, like, before it happens, I see what she's doing. I honor her work. I respect it. I yeah. see everything yeah. that she's doing. So yeah. I just want to say that. For real, like, I just want yeah. to drive and your passion and how you, yeah. you don't wait for anything. Right. You know, Ever. Right. Some, people, <laughs> some people won't move unless they, they have uh, people funding what it is they're doing. Some people won't move unless everybody's watching. You do it just because you feel like you know, Because it's yeah. in your right. So, you know, I, I drove where she was at just to tell her this. He, okay, so I was at the Lincoln Cafe. Uh, for those who don't know, I wrote a book. Right. I wrote a few books, but I just republished my book, Satisfaction, and I'm in the process of adapting that into a movie script. So I was at the Lincoln Cafe because that's home. That is where okay, you ask any black singer, poet, anybody, that is, that's the come up place where you met your friends, you know. So sometimes I like to go and just work out of that space. So like, I was working out of that space with Stevie, shout out to Dear Miss Stevie. We were having a power hour thing that I like to do with my friends where we sit in it, we like, and I say, what you got going on? What you want to do? Write some index cards, write it down, help you figure it out. Um, so anyway, so she left, then he came in and sat down and was super stressed because he had just left the interview with Columbus Alive and had cut off a chunk of his mustache. Come I just look at look at my mustache. <laughs> so that that turned into the conversation about the things that I'm doing, the things that he's doing, things that we could possibly figure out how to do something together. transformations and trying to figure out what I can do for myself and for other people that I care for. And I just started making posts about things that I empathize for. You know, if, if you're sick, I empathize with you. If you lost somebody, I empathize with you. If you stubbed your toe, I empathize with you. If you right, kids get on your nerves, I empathize with you. But what happened was I started developing a community of people that were waiting for me to say what it is that I, I was thinking and feeling. And we will all just connect with each other and people will share their stories. And beyond that, I also ask questions all the time. Most people know me as a question. Um, and the reason I ask questions is because it's important. <laughs> it's important. What was your lesson? What did you learn? I start thinking about it Saturday night, though. Yeah. Because I know it's coming Sunday night. Ken's here. Yeah, I, mean, Ken's I actually, here. I actually <laughs> missed this Sunday's lesson of the week, so I apologize to everybody. <laughs> but um, I, I also ask questions, and honestly, well, I, I ain't gonna give too much away. But I want people to have an opportunity 
to share what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And I feel like they have to be silent or we have to wait to debate to share our points of views or something major has to happen because we always wait for drama to happen. Why can't we just talk to each other because we feel like it? Right. Why, why we gotta wait for T.I.? Why we gotta wait? You know, why we gotta wait till um, something happens in the political world to finally come together and talk? We should be able to look at each other and use our social media for whatever it is we want to use it for. And I just want to talk to everybody that I'm connected with. And you'd be surprised at how some of the people that you've known for years, and the people that you grew up with, when you ask a real legitimate, genuine question, the response that you'll get. And sometimes it scares you because you, you didn't know that the person that you love and care for has been going through what they're going through, yeah. or has been feeling what they're feeling. And that's, that, go, that exposes how we as a society and as people aren't always as vulnerable as we should. Yeah. Or create a space to have those conversations like we should. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's been husbands and wives on my page. Like, oh, you didn't tell me that. Like, Damn, <laughs> I thought y'all talked about it. Well, when I went to mine, I talked to you. I was, I went in like, okay, I've been going through stuff, but he ain't about to get me up in here. I'm not gonna go do the interview. Gonna be, I've done lots of interviews. Um, that was the first interview that I like had to, and like you would not cry and pull it back, put it back in there right. because. You know, that whole thing about being vulnerable, I'm not really ready to cry on the screen yet, but I know who can make you do it in the future. Um, <laughs> but it was, I, I really did just jump it back down because I wanted to get out what I was talking about. And I knew that in that state of where I've been, so people don't know, I recently lost my grandmother a few months ago. So we touched on that, and I'm just touch on it and come on back. Um, but I knew that if I started crying, that was going to be the end. So that's why I had to pull it back. But if you are bringing that kind of vulnerability and honesty and just um, pureness out of people, you're definitely onto something amazing and important. So I'm proud of you for even doing that, even thinking about it, <laughs> to even do that. Because people like to do projects that are shocking, you know, and that are controversial. And that's something that's so human. Um, and beautiful, and I hope people just really get into it. You know, and are you done shooting the thing? No, it's possibly it's, ever be done. I don't think it? so. I, I, I see it growing, and uh, COVID kind of threw it off because I had a lot of in person things going, yeah. But I'm restricted to social media, so I had to figure out a different way to mm -hmm. get the project started and just specifically direct people to get involved in social media so yeah. still working on that well you have a beautiful shout out to scott woods right right <laughs> right, right, right. Um, for always just always letting us right. do what we do yes i just i just came from there <laughs> really? Work, yep working on another project yeah um but uh that's you know like that's why i came to you and told you i appreciate you and scott and other people in this room right now um you know, we always hear stories about people in the past that worked together. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, had their differences, came together. James Ball, Maya Angelou, we name all those people. But we have to look at each other and recognize that they were who they were and they responded to their times. Mm -hmm. And we're in our times right now doing what we have to do. So we have to recognize right. the importance that, that we have and we have to support each other the best way that we Absolutely. So, you know, we kind of doing that right now. Doing that right now. Yes, we are. On the So Dope Show. 
crack the culture. 100%. That's also owned by the black people. Stop the press. What? Okay, so you had this film documentary. Is it documentary? Yeah. Okay. As a matter of black, yeah. that you got to show people um, during Sundance. Yeah. Sundance. Festival came to Columbus and they got to watch Dante's film. What was that like? So it's a it's like a bittersweet experience Mm -hmm. because 2020 was actually an amazing year for me. Uh, I've seen a lot of people that lost things, just lost jobs, lost money, lost relationships, Mm -hmm. mental health. But I was given a lot, a lot of respect, a lot of support, uh, people behind me new opportunities, money, so many things that I was grateful for that I saw other people weren't getting. And, you know, with Sundance coming to Columbus during the pandemic, it was very much restricted to how many people could come. Is that the first time they've been here? I believe so. Oh, Ransom. I know. (laughs) But I I think they plan in advance. I think think they plan in advance. It was already on the schedule. They just went ahead and did it. Yeah, what what I'm thinking is... Every year they choose different locations yeah, yeah. where they, they just show Sundance videos and they created a, a local slot for us, which was yeah very much appreciated. But you know when I'm in, I was in the theater just sitting looking around and like so many roles were taped off yeah. where nobody could sit, so we had to spread out yeah. from each other. And I'm just thinking, like, man, so many of my friends and family and people that have been supporting me this whole time can't even celebrate it. The way I wanted them to, and yeah. it was bittersweet. But I just recognized that I know as things start to change and it gets back to normal, that all of those people are still going to be with me and are still going to support me. So that's that's how I felt. Yeah. It was real bittersweet. Tell us about the family. So you know, usually when it comes to films that include black people in any way, shape, or form, it's always about the painful part. You know, just trauma all the time. And it's nothing wrong with that, but I wanted to film the human, the healing aspects of the people in Columbus, Ohio. So I just took different artists and different activists in the city and different things that they talk about, and actually show what was accomplished by them. Okay. You know, a lot of times people show the struggle yeah. and how the fight is still going. I, I did that a little bit. But I showed you people that actually accomplished what they set out to do. And I feel like as activists, one of the main things you have to believe is tomorrow, maybe the day everything changes. Because if you're more invested in the fight than you are the actual change, that's not activist. That's that's somebody, if you get everything that you want, you're going to find a new problem and something else to get mad about. So, and I just, I want those people to see whatever you set out to do. You can't do it and accomplish it. You can move to something else new, but you don't have to always fight if the fight is over. You can you can jump into a new fight, but a reasonable new fight. Don't just start a new fight. Just no damn reason. Yeah. Yeah. Just go to the club and punch somebody. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to, to film the healing aspects. I want people to see their family and their friends doing something positive. Yeah. That was most important to me. So where else has it shown since then? Um, so I have two versions. Um, 
the one I created, the one the competition with was five minutes. I filmed way too much. The only show of five minutes. I'm not mad at that, but I'm, I, I filmed too much for five minutes. So I created another version. I'm thinking to add more to it, but I have a, a 17 minute version that I've been touring the city of Columbus with. I've been to uh, um, Columbus State, uh, Ohio Dominican, in the talks of going to Ohio State, some other places, but I forgot. Word. Yeah. <laughs> it be like that. It does. <laughs> what is your dream project? Like, 10 years from now, you're working on something. What is that thing? All right, so honestly, I want to. So, how my journey got started with the camera, you know, I just picked it up because I was angry for real. When was that? That was like a while ago. Um, <laughs> I, I say I can't get any precise that I, I say like six, a day, I six years ago. Six like, years okay, ago. So what happened was I started this teens group uh, on the near east side and there was a lot of young men that started coming to the group. And there was one in particular that could easy could have easily been discriminated against, been looked at, called a thug, gangster, whatnot. But um a lot of the younger boys looked up to him and respected saw that he figured some things out about life. He was able to support himself in ways most of them did not see. And as I was talking to him, he said things that I never heard anyone say about their environment. He was very conscious of what he was doing, but why he would not have a chance in society. And he was murdered. Um, I, yeah, he, he was murdered. I remember we were just asking questions like, yo, anybody seen him? Who's he at? Cut the news on one day and it said his name went across the screen and he was murdered. And we were just like looking at each other like, damn, that's, that's crazy. And I was about to quit. I was like, I don't want to be in this neighborhood no more. Just looking at all of y'all, it's traumatizing to me. But I saw a group of other young men that were traumatized and grieving and didn't have any outlets. So I just picked up the camera and I started recording them telling their stories because he wasn't the only one it was those other young men too so the project started to form and it turned into a talk with our sons so a talk with our sons was just uh, highlighting the voices of young black men in Columbus Ohio and that's actually how I was able to give a TEDx talk because someone that saw a talk with our sons so as time goes on and I get more resources more help more support I want to revive that project. That's some project. Of the, yeah, That's some of those boys mm -hmm. that are now older yeah. and interview them about what's going on in their past and just see where their heads are at and give people some true insight to what young black men's love with Columbus, Ohio. I love it. Yeah. That's dope. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here on the So Dope Show, I like to do this thing called 30 Seconds of Joy. This is how we conclude our interviews. So what I'm going, Jasmine's going to get 30 seconds on the clock. You think of something that makes you happy that you think people should know about. It could be um, ripples. It could be. <laughs> I mean, we've had sex toys, weed, children. <laughs> what was it last time? I don't even remember. Candles. Something that makes you like ecstatic, and you're going to gush about this thing for 30 seconds. Okay. It could be your favorite cartoon, something. 
Nothing that has to do with work, then. Because we know you love your money. Something, something else. Yes. If that's his joy, that's his business. No, no, no. I love everything. I love everything. Yeah, everybody got something. Something quirky that makes them happy. Okay, you got it? Okay, you got it. Exactly. So you're going to look at the camera and tell you and just talk to them. I'm going to need you to forget about your thing. Okay, you ready? Yep. This is 30 Seconds of Joy on the Dope Show with Dante. Yes, so the thing that brings me joy is chicken. That's why I got so offended when I heard that they had chicken, but they did not have it tonight. The reason I love chicken is because it is complimentary to so many different dishes. You can mix it with rice, you can mix it with salad, you can mix it with pasta, you can put it with tomato sauce, with cheese, you can slice it. You can dice it. Can you dice it? I don't know. <laughs> I can mean, mix it with bell peppers and onions. Whatever you want to do with chicken. Time. Sometimes people have gifts and they have chances to showcase those gifts. <laughs> and um, you yes. shouldn't just glaze over you shouldn't, that. Yes. You, you know what I mean? You shouldn't glaze. just you shouldn't just glaze over, over that, a gift that you have. You have more you have more that the universe has, has put in your hands. Right. You shouldn't just glaze over that. <laughs> and another thing I would like to say too is uh, to most people, if you're doing what you're doing. Be comfortable with it is. There's some people that will attack you and try to surprise you and ask for more from you, mm -hmm. but you don't have to do anything for them. Mm -hmm. You do not have to listen to what they're asking you to do. You can just be yourself. Period. Right. They don't dictate what you do or how you react or how you respond. You can just ignore them. You know what I'm saying? So if people are asking more of you, ignore more. them. Ignore them. And affirm yourself. Right. Don't be distracted. Uh -huh. They be trying to distract you from it. Childish. <laughs> Thank you, Dante. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for Dante. Hey, hey. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up, but before I do that, we'd like to do a meme. Uh, a meme mess with Jasmine. We talk about something messy that was on the internet or a meme that people argued about, um, something like that. So I don't know if she pulled anything, but I pulled something. Good, because I didn't. Okay, great. <laughs> I hope this <laughs> um, Oh, before I do that, I ask my question of the day today. If you were being proposed to, would you prefer if your proposal was done um, in public? Or not really public, but like friends and family, you know, whatever, something cute and in front of people or if you would propose to be proposed to prefer to be proposed to in private and i said i would answer my answer is i would prefer something romantic in private and then we can announce it to all of our loved ones in some dramatic way um after that because i will never be doing another baby reveal but i would love to do a proposal reveal <laughs> so in the future if anybody would like to propose to me now you know how was your proposal? Jasmine is very much married. How did he do it? Very proud of him. Very proud of him. 
Very funny. Nice. Was very it romantic funny. or was he like, yo, I love you, let's do it? Because, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, my husband is about a decade older than I. And we have a very straightforward relationship. True. Um, <laughs> true that. There, there is, there is no nuance to our relationship at all. <laughs> so it was basically, um, so we should get married. <laughs> we told him we should. We told him. What kind of rings do you like? Uh huh. I gave him a short list. Found a great one. He said, What size do you wear? I told him my ring size. Two days later, it came in the mail. He paid for the express shipping because he loves me. Woo! The romance. The romance. When it came, he said, Hey, let's get married. Wow. I'm like, I've already done this part. Give me my ring. <laughs> and <laughs> happily. And here we are, happily married, having a um, great time with it. Yes. Mary, Valerie, what would you prefer? Mary Lapizette. <laughs> <laughs> Pending that we have an understanding that this is something we both have. Uh-huh, of course. Public. Public. Oh, if you, you want the shebang. I don't want to hear my mama's mouth. It's, I don't, listen, I don't want to hear my mama's mouth. That's why I don't. I'm not laughing at your pain. 
I'm laughing at the fact that you got dumped in the proposal in the text message. Why? <laughs> it is. It's text. I don't understand how you think someone will be around you that long. Over half a decade. Well, well many so, people don't be liking each other in what their is relationships. The, what was the status of, I mean, they could have only seen each other on the second and third <laughs> Thursday of every other month. People date people they don't like, like all the time. Yeah. She could have been the side chick up until last Wednesday. I don't know. Also, unless they just put that much credence in text communication, I don't know how I feel about a text proposal. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to text know, I don't about a text proposal. I, I don't even want to text promposal. I don't to know. Yes, promposal. Prom I do not have a new promposal. Oh, like oh. It didn't go well. I'll throw it in a circle with my prom. My mama did. I can say it out loud now. <laughs> I'll throw it in a circle with my prom. I threw nothing. Cookers, <laughs> I think, was still open. Who? Cookers.